0: Welcome to the Startup of the Year podcast, where each episode we showcase exciting new companies from around the world. This podcast is produced by Established, creators of the Startup of the Year program. Established is focused on helping organizations with their innovation, startup, and communication strategies.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Startup of the Year podcast. I'm Frank Gruber, the co-CEO of Established, and on this episode, we're talking with David Aronson. the Founder and CEO of Peanut Butter, a company that helps employers offer student loan assistance as a benefit. So in essence, they're helping employers get rid of employee debt from student loans, which is amazing. Helping them with you know getting and achieving financial freedom faster. So pretty cool product. We met David a few years ago. Uh, he came through our Start the Your Program and uh, vetted down from thousands of companies down to the top 100 and participated in our 2016 Start of the Year uh, program. And so he came to our summit, he pitched there, he impressed a lot of people, he got into the top five, pitched there and impressed more people and has continued to just grow the company from there. So really excited to have David joining us today and he's uh, from Chicagoland as well. And so we're big Cubby fans and uh, oftentimes when I run into him, we could talk baseball for hours. So um excited about that and then obviously wanted to give you guys a little bit of backstory on david so you'd understand where he's coming from he's comes from 20 years of business experience he founded six other ventures as an entrepreneur and uh, before that he served as a senior director of business development at sears holdings and uh, director of corporate development at uh, Gavity, uh hr but he began his career helping run the family business which uh, was family's tasty bakery which sounds delicious so excited to talk to david and uh he'll be joining us in a minute before we jump into the interview though i wanted to share some updates from our team we've been doing these segments where every every week we want to share some some updates interesting commentary and tips and tricks that could help you and your business along the way so first up we've got our vp of programs laurie teal and she's got some thoughts about the 2020 events
0: Hey, everyone. None of us could have predicted that we'd be using the word pivot in 2020 as much as we have, and will likely continue to do so. On that note, I wanted to share my gratitude to all the startups that have applied thus far to Startup of the Year. I also want to take a moment and reflect back on the four fast-track events that we've produced as part of our pivot. These events allowed us to bring more opportunities, brand awareness, and put a spotlight on the startups that participated. It has been inspiring to see the resilience and determination from each of these entrepreneurs as they keep pushing forward. As our female founder winner from March told me, give us Red Bull and we will keep going. So our final stop for 2020 startup of the year will be the announcement of the top 100 and then on to our November summit. There is still time to apply by September 15th if you want to throw your hat in the ring, and we hope you will. Now back to you, Frank.
1: Thank you, Lori. Great stuff. Next up, we've got our director strategic operations and managing member of established ventures, John Guidos, and he's got some updates on how to perfect your pitch. So some pitch deck pointers.
2: Today, I wanted to talk to you about metrics. Uh, Some things to consider when making your pitch deck and often the best recipe for early stage companies is by starting small and demonstrating how your service or product provides value and efficiencies over a small sample set. Then you extrapolate those numbers over a larger sample set and demonstrate that you've solved for scale. And as long as you are putting together a good team, you should be getting investors excited. Now, as I mentioned before, uh, metrics are always important, specifically when raising capital and talking with potential investors. But an issue that is often overlooked by founders uh, when making their pitch decks or in the early stages of their companies is evaluating their company's value right out of the gate. So when you're Starting out and you're trying to raise capital, you have the luxury of saying your company is trying to obtain, let's say, a 10% market share of a $2 billion industry and thus easily a $200 million valuation for your company. But then after a year's worth of sales, if you haven't hit your goals, you may end up having to raise a down round or even a bridge to keep your company going, uh, thereby leveraging a lot of the ownership of your company. So I just want to caution all of you out there when you're including some of those metrics and valuations uh, in your pitch deck to, you know, take some time and consider some of these things. And that's all I have today for the pitch deck pointers segment. Thank you all for listening. Hopefully you learned something. And now back to you, Frank.
1: Thank you, John. Thank you, Lori. Great stuff. Hopefully all your listeners out there are are learning some things from our team and uh, these tips will continue because we want to really help, add value here and help you with your journey so we've got uh i'm sure a lot of folks listening that have a new idea or maybe they want to create a brand or maybe you just even need to create a new brand shortener for uh for what you're doing um, but basically all of those things include the idea of creating and and, and locking up your domain so you got to figure out what's your domain going to be for any of those things and um, thanks to our partnership with .us, we're actually offering free .us domains by going to the link in our show notes. So all you need to go, go to is soty.link forward slash .us And you can go and register for, uh, you gotta sign in into the registration uh, platform, but you ultimately, once you fill out the paperwork, you'll more or less get a free domain. So pretty exciting stuff. Get that idea out there, that new brand launched and uh, you can go do it now on us. So now, let's catch up with David Aronson. Uh, David is joining from Chicagoland. David, welcome.
3: Yeah, my, my pleasure, Frank. It's always good to talk with you, whether we're catching up on business or talking about our cubbies. Um,
1: yeah, go cubbies. Go cubbies.
3: Uh, we uh, at Peanut Butter help employers um, offer student loan assistance as a benefit. So that helps, in turn, helps companies to attract, retain, and engage college-educated workers.
1: OK, great. And when did you start the company?
3: Company was founded in 2015.
1: 2015, and how did you come up with this idea of of helping college students with their debt?
3: Yeah, I had worked in uh, HR outsourcing, and uh, I I knew always knew that the thing that employers buy, or the things that employers buy, are things that will help them get and keep the right people in place, and. Uh, I was actually outside of hr outsourcing for a a bit of my career when uh i came across some research that that gave me an indication that benefits hadn't really kept up with the changing demographics of the workforce i like others were struggling with student debt and i thought man what if companies could help with student loans uh in the same way that they help with health insurance and retirement um would that be meaningful to workers and in turn would it help those companies to Land the job candidates that they want, and to keep great, productive employees on board. Um, that was the hunch. Um, we later backed that up with research, and have since uh, proven that it's very effective for companies across industries.
1: That's great. And can you explain, just so the listeners understand, how does it work from a business model? You know, who who actually ends up, um, I guess, paying for this or paying you guys to do this? Just so people understand.
3: Yeah, like a lot of other benefits companies or or benefit administrators, we're a SaaS provider. So the employer pays us for the use of our services. Um, When, if you were to work for a company that offers peanut butter, you'd hear one of two things. You might hear, hey, uh, we're going to help with your student loans by providing you with all of the resources you need to manage your student debt. Um, And then you get an invitation to uh, create a free and secure peanut butter account that provides you with a single place to organize your loans, um, a personalized action list that identifies money-saving tactics, a refinancing marketplace, debt counseling options, everything you need to take control of your loans. If you were to work at at another employer, you might hear, hey, we're gonna offer you all of the resources you need to manage your student loans and we're gonna contribute toward the repayment of your student debt, Um, enroll here with peanut butter and you'll get 50 or $100 a month toward your loans, whatever the company has decided. Uh, so in those cases, the, the employees not only receive all of the tools digitally that they need to manage their student debt and reduce the cost of their loans, but the company also contributes toward the loans each month. We collect those contributions, send them directly to the, the loan servicer, and as a result, employees get out of debt much, much faster than they would on their own, um, and, and they, you know they often stay with their employer significantly longer, which for the employer... Uh, leads to lower costs of talent acquisition or lower costs of, of, uh, of employee turnover, uh, a better ability to acquire talent. Uh, you know, there's also uh, some interesting demographics around student debt holders. Um, today, uh, unfortunately, uh, women hold, uh, twice a, hold two-thirds of student debt. African-Americans and Hispanics are twice as likely to hold student loans as their white peers. What that means for companies is that they can use this benefit to engage underrepresented groups in the workplace and in turn accelerate the positive impacts of both gender and cultural diversity. Uh, So it's, you know, for the company, the reason that they choose to offer student loan assistance is, is often to attract talent faster, retain talent longer, improve diversity, or just generally to improve the culture. You know, anything, anytime that an employee pays off their loans, it's with the company's help, it's a, it's a shared achievement. And a lot of companies want to promote a culture where they're they're creating shared achievements with their team members.
1: Yeah, that's fantastic, I love it. I think that um, more companies should do it and I think that obviously it's it's freedom, right? It's financial freedom when um, the company's helping them do that. So I, I really love what you're doing. Now I have to ask, just because I'm a curious type, why peanut butter? There's so many nut butters out there that yeah. you could have named it. What was the, the kind of impetus for why you named it peanut butter versus almond butter or any of these other butters?
3: Peanut butter is the cheapest. It's the uh, uh, it's an homage to our to student loan holders. Um, you know, for a lot of people, peanut butter was the only thing that they could afford to eat when they were in college. And uh, you, know, they, you know, it wasn't just uh, getting up, going to school, learning their craft, uh, but it was the the sacrifices and the, and the commitment that they had to to earn their degree that in turn has qualified them for great job a great job with their with our client their employer and. Uh, you know, the, the name of our company is, is really, um, uh, it, it really speaks to, to what uh, student debt holders have put in to, uh, to get uh, a great job with the company they're with today. Wow, I
1: love that. That's a great, (laughs) that's a great reason and a great explanation for a name. So a lot of times people just come up with a name and that obviously you have a little bit of purpose and and meaning behind it. And I love that. So, all right, let's talk a little bit more about your team and what you've been up to. You know, you pitched at the 2016 um, startup of the year competition. You were a top five competitor. You did amazing. I wanted to just, you know, since then, that was just when you were getting going and you're only a year old. What's, what's happened? Where have we gone? Like what's, what's, what?
3: Well, the startup of the year competition was impactful for us. Um, At the competition, we announced uh, two new partnerships. Um, I felt really fortunate to um, connect with uh, people who have become uh, longtime friends um, at the competition, other founders like uh, Ty and Courtney at at Shearshare. and it's uh you know it was it was at that at the competition that that you know in a very early stage we were able to um have some some further validation of our model um we we were experiencing some good traction uh but um having uh, the association of the, the startup of the year and the um the being up in the same air with uh, with organizations like Shear Share, and, and being a finalist uh, really helped us. It, it, it helped us to show that this was was a real thing. We we're a real company, and um, we in turn landed a number of new clients. Um, today, we serve you know, seven, now four years later. We serve employers across the United States and into Canada. Um, our solutions, our, our student loan assistance solutions, are recommended by. Uh, names that employers know like like ADP, Aflac and others. Um, We we work with companies in uh, technology organizations like Instacart that provides student loan assistance to all of its shoppers. Uh, We work with with big banks like Mechanics Bank, um, uh, publicly traded companies, private equity-backed firms. We work with organizations large and small um, in tech, healthcare, professional services, financial services and uh, you know, really owe a debt of gratitude to you and, and uh, your crew for the, um, the boost that we, we were able to achieve through the start of the year competition.
1: Oh, well, thank you so much. You did a fantastic job. And it was, obviously, it's, it's always great to, to see companies like yours um, start there and, and hear that and then just like how far you've gone, like you've got some amazing traction and partnerships and, and, and actually you raised some funds too, right? Like you, you raised a little bit of funding there um and so give us a little bit more about maybe the current um you know like what's on the roadmap for you guys like what's next i mean i remember it was about a a couple years ago you're raising funding where is that how's that going is what's what's next from the product perspective and maybe give some uh some folks some any any insights into that process
3: yeah we've, we've um you know through um organic growth um and uh some venture backing including uh funding from uh well-known angels like howard tullman um uh venture funds like steve case's rise of the rest seed fund um we've we've got uh sufficient capital um we have um executed on our plans and, and continue to grow um, today we find ourselves in an interesting uh, place in the market we've got uh, an excellent team uh, folks like Justin Weber who's our, our CTO who was a longtime uh, engineer and, and, and technical product manager with groupon um, have, have joined us um, and we're, we're' we've got a tried and tested student loan assistance solution that works for the largest of employers, the smallest of employers and companies across industries. And there's never been a greater need for it. Um, in today's uncertain economy, um, companies uh, are struggling to engage remote workers. Uh, workers in, in all sectors are, are unsure of what the future will hold for them and their, and, and their money uh and and how to make ends meet especially when they deal with um you know challenges of hundreds or thousands of dollars in in monthly student debt payments uh and the government through the the uh the coronavirus pandemic has has helped uh the cares act in march authorized um uh, a payment holiday for federal student loan borrowers who who comprise about 90 percent of all student loan borrowers And it it said basically there will be zero percent interest uh, and you don't have to make any payments through September and the president's executive order extended that uh, through the end of December. However, that that holiday ends at the end of this year. So what we're seeing now is uh, a lot of companies uh, coming to peanut butter and saying, hey, we don't want our borrowers to be our employees, I should say, to be out in the cold. Um, when the reality of student debt hits again in in January and we need to get uh, our student loan assistance program up and running. Uh, you know, some companies are using student loan resources to provide employees the, the resources they need to manage their student debt. And a lot of companies are saying we want to help our team members by making uh, you know, usually modest 50 or $100 per month contributions toward employees loans.
1: Great. And so I guess what I want to understand for any of the listeners out there too, is what's the right time to get your program in place? Like what company size or what, I guess, revenue level or what, what's the right uh, dynamic to kind of start using peanut butter to help your employees?
3: Yeah, I would say, you know, any, any company that, um, had employees, college educated workers, um, it can see an advantage from offering student loan assistance. We offer, Pricing that makes it economical for companies of all sizes. It's unlike a lot of companies. We're very transparent with our pricing. So all that is available on our website. But uh, whether you're a small business or or you're a large employer, um, you can get started uh, offering um, student loan resources at a, a nominal cost. And when you choose to contribute toward employee student loans, you you simply pay for uh, administration based on the the actual participation in the program. So, you know, if you have one participant or uh, 10,000 participants, um, your, your, the administration of of that, that part of the program uh, scales with your organization. So, uh, you know, if I, if I am a, you know, as a CEO, as as I think about Getting the right people on board, keeping the right people on board, if those people are software engineers, if they're nurses, if they're um, digital marketers, if they're uh, physicians assistants, if they're physical therapists or uh, counselors. um, I I need to address their interests uh, in the workplace and a lot of that is um, helping them get compensated in the way that they want and student debt is meaningful so. you know I, I can get student loan assistance up and running it's one of the things that, that we um, uh, we pride ourselves on is the ease of use for employers our programs can be up and running in really in 15 we say in, an hour but really in 15 minutes if the company is aggressive um, you know, and it changes the, their employment value proposition it changes the way that they're they're now able to go to employees and job candidates and say hey uh, we offer student loan assistance. We help you with what matters. Uh, please join us and, and please stay.
1: Great. All right. Let's let's shift gears a little bit. You've been doing the startup thing now for a while. I wanted to hear some of your startup uh, any any startup tips, tricks, do's and don'ts, things that you've encountered that you know lessons learned that you'd like to share.
3: Um. Yeah, you know, I, I think the biggest thing that I I could. Guide founders on is is patience. Um, if if they've worked with a technology product in the past, as a lot of your a lot of CTOs and and early stage engineers uh, have, uh, then they know about iteration and uh, they know that um, you 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 put a product out um shipping is is better than being perfect and you you test and you learn and you you make it better over time um the uh for for your uh non-technical founders um you might be in a cfo capacity you might be in a sales capacity you might be in an executive capacity um you know the Startups, in, in whether they're technology based or not, I think uh, are a lot like technology product management in that uh, iteration is key. Um, you'll find that uh, you're doing something, whether it's this week, this month, this year, and then you're going to do it over again, and you're going to do it. You're going to learn from it and do it better. So. Um, it, give yourself the the grace to uh, to know that it doesn't have to be perfect, um, but give it your all. And then uh, once you've done that, reflect on it, uh, figure out what you can do better, and and, and do it again and, and do it better. And um, I think iteration is, is really the the key to to building a successful organization or figuring out if you know a, a channel, a product um, is not uh, is not the right path. But um, you know, it's, it's, it's very rare that it'll, you'll be able to figure that out in the first go. And, and often, um, you know, you, you keep doing it and doing it and and that's what helps you figure it out.
1: So, so true. Patience and an iteration. So important to understand and uh, it's not going to be perfect right away. So, uh, all right. So I think what, what could be interesting for folks is like where you find inspiration. Maybe it's some of your mentors or maybe some of your best mentors or, or whatnot what, what kind of inspires your drives you to keep doing what you're doing
3: uh, i'll name names um one of the people who has been most inspirational to me throughout my entrepreneurial journey um it has been howard tolman um, howard is a multi-time uh, founder um, and investor uh, in some highly successful startups uh, howard is based in chicago um, he was, we got to know one another when he was the CEO of uh, the, the number one tech incubator in the country, 1871, where peanut butter got its start. Um, Howard uh, has, uh, through his venture fund, become an investor in peanut butter, and, and he writes a weekly column in ink that talks about uh, the perspiration principles, uh, the, the concepts that he has uh, come to develop and learn over his career that have, have helped him and his teams uh, grow and uh, I, I'm an avid reader of, of what what Howard writes um, and it's, it's in part because through my, my career, both as a tech entrepreneur and before, I, I grew up in a family bakery uh, where you, know, you put in a lot of, a lot of sweat uh, working. Not only in a in a bakery, but also in a family business, um, it, Howard's ideas uh, and 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 values have always resonated with me. So he, he's someone who I, I greatly respect and, and have found um, You know, whether we're talking or or I'm reading the stuff that he writes. Um, I, I've always found a lot of value in, in his uh, mentorship um, and then another person who I've been really fortunate um, to, to come to know um, and uh, appreciate um, and and learn from is Stephen Galanis. Uh, Stephen and I got to know one another um, through through 1871 as well. Um, and Stephen, uh, as he's built his company Cameo, um, just the, the way that he uh, leads his team, uh, the way that he um, uh, communicates his product, uh, their product, um, the the openness of his communication, the um, I don't want to not necessarily self-deprecating humor, but just uh, a, a real genuine approach to um, communicating with um, his his stakeholders and, and his his peers um, has been uh, someone who I've learned a lot from.
1: That's great. Two great examples of, of folks that really um, are are leading the way and sharing their their knowledge and input. Um, really interesting. I love Cameo. It's really an interesting product as well. So. Um, great to see how that continues to interact. Uh, actually, um, wanted to ask you a couple more questions. Um, maybe, you know, you, you mentioned 1871 a bunch of times as, as a hub yeah. and a place that, you, you know, was a kind of like the, the heart of where you started and, and you met great people and like Howard and others. Can you share like a little bit of, about how that's been impacted since, you know, we've been kind of in a weird, weird world here in 2020 with, with the COVID situation?
3: yeah um, I just got an update yesterday from uh, uh, Betsy Ziegler the CEO at, at 1871 and um, it, it's it's really impressive what she and her team uh, are doing um, you know they the the programming that they have put in place to support um, entrepreneurs and startups um, has continued to flourish um, in an, a, an online uh, way uh, you know I don't I don't know how many people sit in the space today I, I don't sit in the space but um, I know that there it's still a, a it continues to be a thriving um, community and I think that's based on the uh, the way that that Howard and Tom Alexander and, and Betsy and, and her team now have built um, the a collegial environment, one that that is makes great connections between founders and and mentors uh, and investors uh, and customers, but also uh, a, a learning environment. Betsy, having uh, joined 1871 from Kellogg, um, where you know she has a, a clear understanding of of um, how people learn and. Uh, has developed programs to support entrepreneurs at different stages um, in different uh, sectors and uh, from different backgrounds. Um, and I think uh, the work that, that Betsy and her team uh, are doing um, is, is phenomenal.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting to watch every hub every kind of take their own approach to, to how to approach this the situation. So it's, it's great to hear. I hadn't heard that. So thanks for sharing that with us and our, our listeners here as we look to see what they're up to here soon. Um, okay, so we're, we're nearing the end of here. I wanted to ask um, a couple final things. Do you have anything special, special plugs or anything you wanted to share? We always like to give you a little bit of opportunity to kind of spitball off what, what, what you've been up to and share anything new. Oh,
3: thanks for asking. Um, I think for for us, um, you know, we're just continuing to help uh, all employers that that want to engage college-educated workers. Um, you know, the the opportunity with student loan assistance actually this is something new since 2016. I, I you know when I when I founded the company in 2015, I thought, oh, this is going to be great for companies in in tech. In healthcare and financial services, where almost every job requires a college degree, but and we found that um, both before the pandemic and since, some of our strongest industries uh, are, are sectors that we didn't expect that we might at first that we might be able to help. Uh, sectors like construction, where uh, it's really important to have the right uh, project managers and, and civil engineers on board. Um, so the, uh, the, the uptick that we've seen, um, in industries like that has been, uh, really interesting. And
1: yeah, I can see that one of my, one of the bigger programs that went to Purdue, one of the bigger programs was BCM building construction management. You know, so a lot of folks coming out of Purdue with that degree and obviously are jumping into those kinds of gigs and obviously have student loans.
3: Great school. Um, Boiler up. (laughs) uh, The, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, I I would say that, you know, the, the biggest thing. That that I would communicate is just that uh, any size company, um, any uh, industry, if if you need to attract, uh, retain, or engage college-educated workers, we can probably help.
1: Finally, um, want to ask you if listeners wanted to if listeners wanted to connect with you, what's way to connect uh, with you and your company to you know follow up after listening to this episode?
3: Yeah, just uh, email me. Uh, David.aronson at getpeanutbutter.com. Let me know that uh, you heard about us through established and uh, you know, I, 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 if there's something that I can do to help you uh, that that's great. Uh, we produce a lot of content about um, about student loan assistance. So uh, if you're interested in student loan assistance, uh, please come to our website at getpeanutbutter.com and uh you know, I, I think this uh, established community is, is a wonderful uh, community. It's great that you're listening to the, uh, to the show today and, uh, and hopefully, you know, actually, not hopefully, I, I, I want to congratulate all those who will be um, participating in, in the competition this year and, and wish everyone luck.
1: Thanks so much, David. Really appreciate it. And to all of our listeners out there, thank you for listening. Remember that if you're new to this program, please subscribe to our show. And if you're not new, if you're a long time listener, we'd love to hear from you. Please submit a review, share some comments. We, it all helps It all helps us better continue to evolve and, and create a better show, as well as help other folks find us in, in all the different places that we're uh, you know, positioning this, this podcast. So help us help you, if you will. So if you have a startup idea and you wanna get it started today, remember today is the best day to start not tomorrow, not the next day. So get going, get it started, and let's do this. Until next time, I'm Frank Gruber signing off. Stay well and be safe out there and uh, look forward to seeing you soon.
0: Thanks for listening to the Startup of the Year podcast. Be sure to subscribe and we'll be back with another episode soon.